listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, June 1st, 2015. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. The next seminar is tentatively scheduled for the fall of 2015. In the meantime, you can purchase the recording of this teaching at strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event The SLA Alumni Event is exclusively for alumni of the SLA Seminar and is designed to accelerate the process of discovering your life purpose. The topic for the 2015 Alumni Event will be Capability. The event will be held July 17th through 18th, 2015 in Dallas. Alumni events are recorded and available on the website strategieswork.com. The webinar Keys to a Successful Career. If you missed this webinar, you can still get the recording. Discover biblical insight into how to plan and execute a successful career at strategieswork.com. The Beyond Babel Training, Business, Money, Technology, and the Kingdom of God. What do business, money, and technology have to do with the Kingdom of God? The pedestrian assumption is that there is no connection. Business, money, and technology are matters of the material world. The Kingdom of God is a matter of the spirit world, which has little, if anything, to do with the material world. If this assumption is wrong and God cares about the material world, then how do businesses, money, and technology connect to the kingdom of God? The recording of this training will be available in the store soon. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, The Authority to Conduct Business. What does business have to do with the Kingdom of God? The pedestrian views that business is about buying and selling in the physical world to make a profit so that people can live self-satisfying lives. The pedestrian view of the Kingdom of God is a little more nebulous. It seems to refer to the realm of the Spirit. And for most, there is minimal, if any, connection between the spiritual and physical worlds. Efforts to connect business and the kingdom of God are reflected by concepts such as the greater good or the common good. These phrases imply that business should serve a purpose beyond enabling self-satisfying lives. That is a purpose found in serving the good of humanity as a whole. Some see the greater good as a mission of igniting social change. Others argue that business should be conducted to glorify God, which can include the former ideas. These views illustrate the different ways of thinking about the relationship between the physical realm of business and the spirit realm of the kingdom of God. While there appears to be some truth in these perspectives, could there be something even more profound? If you believe God created the universe and that the Bible provides a record of the creation event, then the Bible must answer the question of the connection between business and the kingdom of God. By the term kingdom, I'm referring to the authority of a king to exercise his will and ways over his realm of domain. 
In the matter of creation, clearly God, the creator, is the king and therefore in charge of his creation. The first verse in scripture, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, suggests that everything in the physical realm originated by God's fiat. Furthermore, scripture reveals that God is a spirit being, therefore physical reality was created by a spirit being. This means that physical reality came from spiritual reality. Everything in the physical world finds its legitimacy and definition, therefore, in spiritual reality. Consequently, the proper way to understand business and its connection to the kingdom of God must be in light of the purpose of the creator. That is, why did God create business and how did he intend for business to function? These questions are critical to properly understanding business and therefore the authority to conduct business. To seek to conduct business outside the authority of the creator is rebellion. The religious leaders of Jesus' day were vexed by his teaching. On one occasion they asked him, By what authority are you doing these things? They were referring to his teaching and miracles. These leaders understood that everyone lived under the authority of the creator and what that authority meant. The common Greek word in the New Testament translated authority is exousia, which means power or right of choice. Hence, any person operating under authority has been granted the power or right of choice by someone in authority over them. Created human beings conduct business by the authority of the Creator. This authority is derived from the Creator and is expressed in the creation mandate, sometimes called the dominion mandate or cultural mandate recorded in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. The creation mandate is a summary statement of the reason that mankind exists, namely to rule God's physical creation. There is no created being, animate object, that is given this charge. Only man is given this charge. Furthermore, the creation mandate states that mankind was uniquely created in the image of God. To be created in this image suggests that to some degree mankind reflects the attributes of God. Theologians distinguish the attributes of God into two categories, incommunicable and communicable. The former attributes are unique to God and therefore not part of the image of God communicated to man. For example, God's omniscience, omnipresence, and eternal being. The latter category, communicable, refers to divine attributes that are communicated to mankind, such as love, rationality, purpose, and sovereignty. Of course, mankind cannot reflect communicable attributes to the degree that God does. But mankind, nevertheless, through the empowerment of the Creator, reflects these attributes well enough to rule the earth according to the ways of God. Therefore, mankind is to do everything as a regent or representative of God. This means that the authority to do anything, and indeed everything, is derived from God and must reflect God. In the creation mandate, mankind was given authority to rule over the earth by growing and mastering the earth. Business is then a context in which people conduct the work of mastering God's universe in obedience to the creation mandate. Therefore, business is not primarily a vehicle to make money to live self-serving lives. Nor is the primary purpose of business the greater good or social change, as noble as these objectives might be. Rather, business is primarily a vehicle of obedience to the creation mandate, and secondarily, it is a means by which God provides physical benefits for mankind individually and collectively.
The authority for business is from God and is expressed in the creation mandate. Therefore, business can only legitimately function in alignment with the will and ways of God. That is in obedience to the kingdom of God. Alignment with God is then the primary purpose of business. Those who make business primarily a vehicle to facilitate self-satisfying lives are deceived. And those who contend that business is primarily about the common good or facilitating social change fail to see the more profound reality. And even those who argue that business is about glorifying God can misunderstand this truth if they don't connect it to the kingdom of God and to the creation mandate. The most profound view of business and the kingdom of God is expressed in the creation mandate, which gives us the authority to conduct business according to the will and ways of God. When the authority for business is properly grounded in the creation mandate, individuals will have the resources needed to live well, facilitate the common good of mankind, affect social change, and glorify God. There is indeed a connection between business and the kingdom of God. To ignore this connection is to ignore the purpose of business as defined by the Creator. Those who fail to understand this connection can never, in the final analysis, enjoy business success. Such people are like the religious leaders of Jesus' time who performed their work without divine authority and empowerment and therefore were not respected nor were they successful or effective. The opposite will be true of those who understand the connection between business and the kingdom of God. They will be like Jesus. They will function in business with divinely ordained authority and power that will be obvious to all. Consequently, they will be respected, successful, and effective. May this, indeed, be your reality. <laughs>